Hello, forward thinkers. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is Sucking at Meditation is the Point. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover why sucking at meditation is the point. All that chatter that's happening inside your head throughout the day, do you think it's healthy? Is that chatter in your head focused on calm and gratitude? Or is that chatter centered around stress, a constant stream of things that you need to get done, stressful past events, anxious future possibilities, and negative self-talk? Most of us are guilty of the latter. On top of that, we live in a world where we are constantly bombarded with sensory overstimulation. 100 years ago and nearly 100% of our evolutionary existence, we were not exposed to the constant onslaught of stimulation. Our brains are constantly having to process every sound, smell, light source, vibration, radio frequency, radiation, and chemical in our environment. And it's gotten so bad that the World Health Organization reports that noise pollution is a modern plague. The stress we experience is an inside and an outside job. Inside, we're running programs that are focused on conflict, comparison, fear, anxiety, stress, depression, and lack. On the outside, it's noise central. Put these two inside and outside stressors together and combined you are throwing your body into a fight or flight sympathetic dominant state. The sympathetic nervous system is our built-in survival program and it's only supposed to be on in the rare instance that we need to survive. Thanks to our internal and external noise pollution, we are spending way too much time in this state. And it's a big part of why you're tired, why you have anxiety, why you have depression, why you feel like you're constantly in a funk, or why you have digestive issues, why you can't catch up on sleep, and why you can't heal. Your smartphone might be giving you a dopamine hit when you pick it up, but that's a short-term win. Long-term, it's more noise. Your Wi-Fi in your house and your phone on your bedside table is blasting your cells with electromagnetic frequency, disrupting protein synthesis and mitochondrial function. Your commute to work and your time spent in your office is increasing your blood pressure and overworking your adrenal glands. But I don't think I'm going to be able to convince you to quit using your cell phones or to get rid of Wi-Fi or even quit your job. Even though all of those things are interfering with your body's ability to heal, you won't give them up. They're non-negotiable. But what if there was an antidote? What if there was a way to counteract a lot of this noise pollution that you're experiencing? Well, I'm glad you asked. There is. And you can pull it off in as little as 10 minutes a day. Imagine now, sitting in a quiet place, not having to move at all, just peace and calm 
when you're done, your brain is primed for healing and dealing with the upcoming barrage of noise pollution. And by the way, this is called meditation. So as you age, your brain shrinks. Parts of your brain associated with working memory and decision making start to shrivel up. And this decline starts in your mid to late 20s. But not everyone experiences this decline in brain function. A group of neuroscientists out of Harvard did two studies looking at the brains of 50-year-olds who meditated on a regular basis and found the brains of these meditators looked like brains of 25-year-olds, not like the brains of their 50-year-old peers who didn't meditate. On top of that, meditators' amygdalas were smaller. So the amygdala is a part of the brain responsible for fear, anxiety, and aggression. It's called the lizard brain. It's a primal part of our brain that when we were lizards, we needed it for survival. Everybody's overworking there, so it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So bottom line, noise pollution and our current lifestyles are destroying our brains. With the recent explosion in dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, depression, anxiety, and psychosis, focusing on coming up with a strategy to protect our brains should be very high on our priority list, like higher than Game of Thrones on our priority list. And if you want a healthier brain to feel calmer, more grounded, more at peace, and be more productive, here's how you pull it off. You take out your phone Go to the app store and download one of the thousand available meditation apps. Start the app up, put on some headphones or earbuds, and sit in a quiet place. That's it. It's that simple. But I try meditation and it was hard. I think I was doing it wrong, so I quit. I suck at meditation. It just stresses me out more. Those are the most common things I hear when people do it a few times and quit. If it's not crystal clear why these excuses are just excuses, let's handle them here and now. Sucking at meditation is the point. The reason you suck is because your brain is completely freaked out. Your brain's normal is being stuck in stress hyperdrive. When it's not being blasted with noise pollution or stress, you're numbing it with mindless social media Netflix series or drugs or alcohol. Of course, silence freaks it out. Of course, as you sit there, you can't focus on your breathing because two seconds in, you're thinking about your to-do list and all the other terrible things your amygdala is telling you is going to happen as you're doing it. It's freaking you out. Side note, you are shrinking your amygdala when you meditate. Your amygdala is not going to go down without a fight. The reason you suck is because your brain is completely freaked out. Your brain's normal is being stuck in a stress hyperdrive. When it's not being blasted with noise pollution or stress, you're numbing it with mindless social media, a Netflix series, or sedating it with alcohol or drugs. Of course it's freaking out. Of course as you sit there you can't focus on your breathing because two seconds in you're thinking about your to-do list or some other terrible thing that you're worried about happening, that's your amygdala. Remember, meditation shrinks your amygdala. Of course it's not going out without a fight. It's going to dump its garbage into that quiet space that you've created, but every time you refocus on that breath, 
every time you quiet your mind, every time you don't attach to a thought, you are strengthening your brain. You're building more gray matter. Just like every rep at the gym builds muscle, meditation is like bicep curls for your brain. Every rep gets you stronger. And just like there are days that I don't feel like going to the gym or I feel like I'm just going through the motions in my workouts, I have a lot of days where I struggle to meditate. And I have been meditating for years. I go through the motions because it's the reps that count. The reps are getting me stronger. One rep of refocus during a 10-minute meditation is progress. Little by little becomes a lot. The repetition and consistency of meditation and really all of these habits that heal is the most important part. If you need extra motivation to get started with the practice of meditation, spend a day at a memory care facility. You can do this. You're worth it. Your family's worth it. On the next episode, I'm going to share with you the simplest way and the cheapest way to eat more whole foods. Now it's time to turn ideas into action. Your action from this podcast will be to download one of the apps I have listed in the show notes, pick a time and a place, and set a reminder in your phone of when you're going to meditate. And meditate for just five minutes. Do that every day for a week. Then, if it's easy, bump it up to ten. There you have it. Easy peasy. You got this. We'll talk soon. And that concludes this episode of Habits at Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.